Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with Chris Martin. Really? The Coldplay guy? Let's all go. Hey, wait a second. Not that Chris Martin. What's up? We are back. Not that Chris Martin with Chris Martin, Andy Boyd, Joe Rinaldi, and Dan Broza. What's up, boys? Hey. Hi. How's it going? Man, it's like nothing's going on at all, right? (laughs) We're just passing the time. Status quo for everyone. Seriously. Lots lots of updates for everyone. Yeah. Updates. So, you know, not talking about stuff I'm not supposed to talk about, but talking about stuff anyway. So your future right now is hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. You're nice. You're, you're yeah. crunk, right? I'm totally crunk. So you're just going to stay crunk <laughs> and go crunk. Yes. I've been spending a lot of time on the Urban Dictionary looking <laughs> upwards. Have you guys been to rapgenius.com? No. no. Best web- website ever. What is it? Yeah. It's, it's a website. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. Every rap song you can think of, mm-hmm. they've posted the lyrics. Mm-hmm. However, once you hover over said like prose, it breaks it. It'll translate it into hmm. something like, that I can understand. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's any really song. Cool. That is genius. Any fucking song. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there an app for that? Can there you, is an app for that. All right. That's, Wait, is it an app where you can speak into it and like ghetto talk and then it'll like Siri will talk back to you and tell you what you said? No. Or, or the cool. person you're trying to communicate with. Yeah. You can just have them talk <laughs> no, to your you, phone. You can put it in <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Can you talk to my phone instead? <laughs> it's So the DJs have this thing they're doing right now in the club because there's a song called Lifestyle by Young Thug. I don't just, know. Just, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just crickets. Okay. Big 50 time. million YouTube views so far. It's pretty decent. Pretty hot in, the, hot in the clubs. And all the people are singing along with the verse, the, the chorus lines. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But the DJs now, because the guy is really hard to understand what he's saying, they'll cut it. When he goes into the uh, the verses, and you hear the crowd like, and it's actually <laughs> hilarious. What is nice. what's the name of the song? Lifestyles by Young Thug. I think we should intro in or out with that song today, <laughs> or just layer it in. Over. I just want to hear it right now. Yeah, can we do that? And, yeah. yeah, totally. Even though jump in. Is this the one? Young Thug. Yeah, this is it. This song sucks already. I hate this. I've been trying to learn on the piano. Young Daniel and the motherfucker. <laughs> Does it get better? Or is Dude, it just, just like this all the time? Be patient, be patient. Okay. Drop. Oh, I've seen this actually. See? Wait, wait for the verse. Is he like Jamaican? No. Atlanta. <laughs> Shaking my head. No, put coin up. I've understood like three words. No, nothing. I got nothing. I do really like the baseline though. I know what he's saying because um, I was on Rap Genius. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Young Thug, what's up? <laughs> no, so it begs a question, a super obvious question. I'm sorry I'm going there right off the bat, but have you ever crossed the black-white line? Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. That sounds racist as fuck. What, what? is that? What does that mean? Yeah. Been with a black chick. Oh. oh. There's a better way to say What's that. What's up? What's <laughs> <laughs> have, have you ever heard of the black 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 line? I was like, oh, do you have two separate lines for black people and white people? You're, I mean, nothing. Hey, Chris. Nice. You ever uh, cross the uh, Mason-Dixon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so much better. That's so much better. Yes. <laughs> like a that. long time ago. Yeah? You, you, yeah you, you, you have to say a long time ago. I get that. 
the Benetton. Was it the was it Benetton colors? <laughs> How do, we don't discriminate over here. The, the United colors of Benetton. That's it. Do you know how I know that? Because huh. Benetton ran a very successful Formula One team in the early nineties. Huh. Really? Yeah, nineteen eighties. Huh. Very a good nice. Job. Yeah. What about what about you guys? I know that. Um, I've had a couple of offers, and it scared the shit out of me. Mm. And I went running <laughs> like a panicking accountant, you know, as fast as I possibly could the other way. And But, you know. Why? Why did it scare you so much? <laughs> Why does it scare any male for any reason? Forget even black, D- white. Dan, Dan you know? doesn't no. get scared by, I don't think, anything in the bedroom. Have you been scared in the bedroom before, Dan? Mm, no. Not yet. I'm open to it. <laughs> really? Okay. No. But I guess the one thing I think of is, like, she's only been with black dudes before. She's going to, like, see when I drop trial, and it's just not going to be the same <laughs> that's for a, That's an assumption. <laughs> You're making an assumption. Yeah. But it's it's safer than this white girl has only been with black dudes. So it, that's, like, a it's more reasonable an assumption than many, right? I don't know. So, I don't know. So, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's how the world goes around. Yeah. It, so, right. yeah. I mean, it does it makes feel better. <laughs> so, you, by all means, keep that up. I, I, had I had no a, idea. I had a guy tell me a really interesting story about um, hookers in Marina Del Rey. Mm. Hookers in Marina Del Rey generally have Johns that are Japanese. Who is who is Marina? Oh, a place. Never mind. Yeah, Carry Mar- on. Marina Del Rey, California. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let me find her on Facebook. Yeah, right. I know. Right? <laughs> this sounds awesome. So go on. So there's a whole crew of them, a whole crew of, of hookers that generally work at a Marina workers? Del Rey, and they have a generally Japanese clientele. Hmm. And they talk about the absolute convenience of their business model. You know, there are these guys running around with that. And I'm, you know, for the listener, I just made a very small insinuation. Yeah. And um, they're like, <laughs> hey, well, this is good for us, you know. <laughs> you know, there, there's a convenience model, you know. Hey, you, yeah. you, you show up in the medium exactly. category. <laughs> you don't really? need medical attention. Like you don't were... walk with a limp. And hey, you know, there's something to it. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like if I was a woman and I was going to be a sex worker and I was going to have sex, I would, would you want to enjoy it at least? What? No, I, I don't, probably you probably wouldn't enjoy it. It's like it's find, obligation. A, find a job you love and you never work a day in your life. Andy. No, it's, no, in, that's it's not in the true. same column as like aspirin, taking aspirin, stuff like that. You know, they they're just trying to get through. You know, the the any anything in between them and money. You know what? I think a lot of them have convinced themselves that they do like it, so maybe they do kind of like it. Like a part of their brain likes it, but I think overall they know that it's like a fucked yeah, up thing for them to be doing. They're absolutely their their goal is to be. to manage. Manage getting from point A to point B, and that's really it. No trouble. Just looking at the clock. When's it going to be five p.m. and yeah. I can leave? Historically, right. yeah. uh, well, Japanese people are not like armed robbers, and uh, their crime rate is a little lower. Japanese Americans than yeah. than most. So right, it's so probably a safe choice for them. Right. So anyway, yeah. When considering that next time, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a convenience factor. I'll on go your for side. a Japanese girl. I'll oh. be like, she's only had the Japanese dudes. That, that's again, how the, that's an assumption. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you've never heard that story either. Dan lives in a world where people don't not cross that, racial not, lines yeah, sexually. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's I a... I do. You do. Oh, we know you do. Yeah. There's a whole crew of dudes who get out of college and they go teach English in Japan for just one yeah. reason. Yeah, Money. to have a comparatively large dog. Right. <laughs> it's a. It's I a got thing. teased my whole life, and now finally I'll go to a country where I'm average. Well, you right. can just pull the skin down real tight. It looks bigger. Does it? What? what <laughs> I might pull that move tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> just for my own pleasure, you know, yeah. like in the mirror. Just pull the skin down real tight. What are you What's talking up, about? technique? Yeah. <laughs> This show is brought to you by... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? Nobody. Nobody would ever we bring the show to anybody else. 
I have a, I have a ton of stuff I want to talk about, but um, yeah. I, I want to. I, I think we should start with the big news. What's that, Mr. Daniel Brozo, on air radio personality? Yes, congratulations. Very, thank you. Thank well, you for yeah. the the listener out there. Um, our friend Daniel here was yeah successfully obtained a position as an on air person with ninety four nine. So yeah. congratulations, Danny. Thank yeah. you. Thank Hooray. you. If it's it's awesome. I'm yeah. super excited about it. It's really fun doing radio. I'm really happy. And I get to go to all the 94.9 events, and they're giving me video work, too. It's just... It's they a, drug test you? They did drug test me. What the fuck? Yeah, I had to quit smoking for... Who called you out on that? Didn't somebody call you out on that in real Cantori. Time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cantori's like, I don't know how he passed the drug test. What a dick. I'm like, how anybody does. They either like use fake pee, or they don't smoke for a while, and He's, I did the latter. I don't know how I passed the drug test, and how some Stevie Winwood for you? Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Love you, Chris. That's a good opening. How many, <laughs> how many shifts do you have? Um, right now I'm doing two a week on Saturday and Sunday, just like late night graveyard stuff. Right. On Saturday it's 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and Sunday it's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. But you're also the fill guy, right? So any yeah. any head cold, flu season, exactly. whole thing becomes high. Dan Brozo, have you come up with what your name is going to be on air? Dan um, Brozo. I yeah, think it's going to just be Dan Brozo. Yeah, because that's, that's a what everyone's dope name. everyone's called me at my entire life. Like they've never. I mean, some people call me Dan. Some people call me Brozo. But the vast majority of people call me both names. Like we call Woods. We call him Woods. Yeah, exactly. Woodsy. Yeah. I mean, if I could have one suggestion. Randy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's right. I'm. Yeah, I'm that you, now. You sort of asked it out loud. Mm-hmm. I don't know where somewhere, but you. I don't know what I'm gonna. You know, I've heard hipster Dan. I've heard producer Dan. I've yeah. heard all that. And yeah, but it. I think you were trying to open source it. You were trying to say, "Hey, look!" I you, wanted, I wanted opinions for right. sure. You crowdsource your nickname. Yeah, I'll I came up with a really bad one. Just throw it in the head. Let's hear it. Dan, Dan Bros. Dan Bros. Like Ambrose. Nectar and Dambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> Dambrosia is so much better. <laughs> Dambrosia. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! No, See, I'm not doing it. it, dude. <laughs> All you have to do is paint trees and you're in there. Yeah, <laughs> the dude. Twitter handle is for sure already taken. The Nectar and Dambrosia? Uh, not the whole thing, no. Just Dambrosia. Dan- Dambros? Dan- Dambrosia. Yeah. That's that. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're yeah, like but- a real like, media personality now. Right, yeah, finally. Can you put can you put that, uh, can you put your profession and where you work on Tinder? That's what the fuck I said. <sighs> I haven't yet. I've thought about it. I mean, I don't know how much like radio personality becomes like a panty moist you got, No, yeah. Let him, let him land on the conclusion uh, first. Then you can drop it later when you see him. Exactly. Yeah, I've like, done that, you know. and it's went over put, pretty like, well. Entertainer. Be vague. Entertainer. Yeah. yeah. Male stripper. No. <laughs> no Get creepy. Yeah. I, you heard me in your car. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I'm, I'm I kind of like it. That was me in your car. You heard. <laughs> I'm yep. always with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've dropped it though. I've definitely dropped it. Actually, I've only been on and one. What was the response? Have you been on a date post uh, hiring, celebrity hiring? Yes. And, and did I'm, you play the Did you play the card? Well, I didn't play it until it was like. So, what do you do for work? And yeah, then, yeah. I, then I say it, and then they're like, they're "Oh, like, that's Domino, so- motherfucker!" Yeah, no, they. Their her response was like overwhelmingly positive about it. So, and I'm seeing her again tonight. She's coming over. So nice. What's on the agenda? Just. Hanging out at my house. <laughs> Can't go many ways yeah. from there. I hope she listens to this. Is yeah, because yeah, she totally will. Before yeah, tonight. Sure. Yeah. She's listening right now. Because we're going to have it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is this a first date, a second date? This is a second date. So. Did you bang? No, the first date, it was kind of like, she told me before that, she's like, I, I never bone a guy on the first date. And usually in my head, that's like, we're going to bone. That's like f- code. I never do this. Yeah, it's going to happen. 
Like if somebody says they don't do it, it means it's going to happen. They totally do it. Yeah. Exactly. Or else she, they wouldn't even been in her, be in her mind. Um, but anyways, like uh, we... She's a tender gal? Yeah, she's a tender gal. I met her on Tinder. She had work super early the next day. She had to get up at like six and it was what our... What did she do? Uh, well, I don't want to get too much into it. She is a child care of some sort. Well, you totally should not get into this. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> she's going to lose her job. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, What's yeah, her she, first and last name in social security? Come on, yeah. I actually don't know her last name. I, uh, I heard you it, should probably I heard know it but that. I, I don't know Like, it's for certain. Friend her on Facebook. Yeah. She was like telling somebody else that she like like knew vaguely at the bar we were at, and I overheard it. What bar? U31. Dude, U31 Taco Tuesday, the Tinder spot. It's, it's not as good as it used to be because they raised the prices a little bit, but it used to be $2 for a taco and $2 for a draft beer. And and I how would much leave. is herpes? Uh, <laughs> right, I would not. I'm sorry, priceless. I, I would not <laughs> take a girl to U31. I don't want to go to U31. No offense, to U31. Dude, I'm totally cool with that. What's wrong with it? I don't like it. There's nothing cool about it. There's, there's no character. It's cheap as fuck. Yeah, it's, and it's, exactly. it's a nice place. And that's the vibe you're giving off to your date. Hey, yeah, they also, exactly. I am <laughs> cheap as fuck. No, it's it's I cool enough. It's I, in North Park. Like they don't play the music excessively loud, so it's a good spot to like talk and get to know somebody. What do you, you expect grab- to spend on a first date on Tinder? Just in what do I want to spend? <laughs> like fucking thirty bucks, dude. And that's what I spend at U thirty one. All right. Here's the thing, it's dude. Pretty cheap. It's super cheap. That's why I do it. If <laughs> if it gets on to date two, we're going someplace nicer. Where, but, where are you taking her? Subway. Well, tonight we're not going out. We're going in. Exactly. Go to his place. So, yeah, in the ghetto. Dijon. Dijon. It's not delivery, babe. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, isn't DiGiorno the one that tried to use the hashtag? I hope not. <laughs> Remember where there was the trending hashtag about why the domestic violence thing, everything going on, like why I stayed and all these people on Facebook or on Twitter were saying reasons oh, they stayed yeah. in abusive relationships like, you know, kids. And, oh. and DiGiorno chimes in some the official DiGiorno Twitter is like, right, yeah. because he had pizza and everybody's like, oh, 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 come on. Hold on. That is funny, yeah. though. It is. Well, it's like, pretty funny. It's like a... It, it, it's, it's someone thinking they're taste, clever. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's interject ourselves into the, the public conversation. Was it conversation. intentional? Like, were they trying to be that mean about it? No, no. They were just trying to get awareness for their brand. The marketing dude nuts. probably was so stoned and just like, this is it's, pretty funny, dude. <laughs> so then they decided, this is why you don't let interns run social media for, yeah. your, for your corporation. They always yeah. do that. They always fire an intern. Just, we cleaned house in the intern department. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We got all new interns. It took 10 seconds. Anyway, so Emily... What's her name? Smith is coming over. No, this is a different per- human. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at that edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm not for DiGiorno. Yeah, for DiGiorno, DiGiorno and beers. Yeah, uh-huh. I got a penis and a knife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. such the wrong way to go about things. I, yeah, she already. We already clicked. Very. We actually we made out at the end of the last date. Oh, that's the worst. Nice. Why? What? It's like a teaser. Yeah. But yeah, but you like it's the first date. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm absolutely if, down with that. If like boning occurs, yeah. <laughs> it occurs. But if you get a makeout session, that's like a, a deposit. It, it's on, like a yeah. letter a LOI yeah. essentially, letter of intent. And you can exactly. like sort of touch your dick against her, yeah. and it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, I did that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Could you go like seventh heaven and pull her hand on it. It was in seventh Is that heaven? heaven in seventh heaven. Nobody did. It's like, what? That? Wait, that fucking guy oh, from seventh heaven is a molester. Oh, yeah. okay. is that his move though? Apparently. I use that move. I don't want to use the same move as him. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, but yeah, so we made out a little bit. I'm going to see her tonight. And uh, close, yeah. Close the deal. I, I'm pretty certain that I will close the deal. boy. Yeah. Oysters? Who wants oysters? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, I got my first oyster like not that long ago. It was pretty good, though. Yeah. I yeah. like oysters. Yeah. What's up with you, Andy? What do you mean, what's up with me? 
What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yeah, we have all this cool stuff to talk about. What about you? Nothing. I'm going up to L.A. tomorrow to meet with L.A. Weekly. I heard that. Yeah. And I get to drive in a car with this girl I have a crush on the whole way. So oh, nice. I'm really excited about that. Have you picked out, like, lunch ideas, off the beaten path ideas? It's like we're heading up there, like, real early. Oh, now. we're out of gas ideas. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, yes. No, it's quite hopeless, but I still like her anyway. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. She has a boyfriend. Yeah. And Andy's like hopelessly. Will the boyfriend be in the car? So what's the fucking problem? She's too yeah. wholesome. Yeah. She's too wholesome yeah, to. But that's to... also why I like her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Her. Hey, yeah, let's not get into it. No, no, no we, let's definitely we, not. We know yeah. this. We've already talked about it. It's, it's been discussed. Long game. We get it. Long game. Long yeah. game. Long game. And he's all about the long game. I am. His whole tenacity. Life. What are you going to be discussing with the LA Weekly? Uh, yeah. Just events. So, like, they sell a whole bunch of sponsorships, and we have no idea how they're selling all these sponsors. Like, who's selling these sponsorships? How do they have these these accounts? And we want to get those accounts. So we're going to go get them. And you're not direct competition, so they're cool with that? No, yeah. And they'll just sell into our market. Like, hey, we get good rates, sell them in our events too, and then we'll get, we'll, we'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they don't have anything in San Diego. That's yeah. your marketing so plan? They, hey, guys, let's be cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in LA last week, and I, I picked up the LA Weekly, and it's, like everything else, it's an absolute shell of its former self. Yeah. It's, now it's like, you know, magazine bound, where before it was thick bound and it's isn't it like a, it's like a it's not gl- no glossy cover or anything it's just all n- yeah, newsprinting absolutely yeah but um i mean their distribution is nuts and they get yeah. crazy money for all kinds of stuff they're, they're doing fine financially i think they seem to do well on social media too they what? actually okay yeah whatever we don't have to get into that but yeah right. they've got a lot of likes but they have almost no engagement well they have okay engagement but yeah. it's not the worst i've ever seen but it's not Paid that for great. likes yeah. but let me just possibly th- I'm talking about the fact that the thing got smaller in terms of the number of pages that are right. in between the covers. Mm-hmm. And the the thing that strikes me is they have the exact same number of pages devoted to the arts. And they have a lot mm. less pages devoted to straight-up editorial content and that general section that's in the front side of the reader that's like, you know, vagina rejuvenation. Like that whole thing. That got way fucking smaller. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Well, good good for the readers. Yeah, I mean, depends what you're into. I, I sort of like the 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 investigatory shit from those alt weeklies. Village Voice has published some major stories that have been really really important. And so is Ellie Weekly, and so is OC Weekly. We've had a couple, but not not near as many as them. And I like to see you know serious journalism. Yeah, you know, it just it's it's super difficult to understand what kind of advertising you can get to support it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know? the, yeah, the advertising is where it's at, and and it's it's you know it's you know effectiveness is, is is varied you know like we have to expand we can't just be selling print all the time mm-hmm. um, but you know the thing that um you're asking like where is la weekly getting this or that or the other thing accomplished um their wholesale participation in major festival level events like detour mm-hmm. um is phenomenal yeah i want to know how they do it and i'm imagining it's with a staff more than two yeah so i don't Guaranteed. know we'll see. Yeah, i mean you know we were talking about tim mays earlier he's a staff of one yeah, no, he does it, but uh, yeah, really, you, know, you, you you book it and they'll come. You just got to book it. And you got to get out and do the thing. You know, that's what I think. You know, and I'm just basically being the encouraging guy. I'm really into the fact that the level at which those guys get events and they do all the same stuff that the reader does. They do the taste of, you know, Pacoima. We 
Tupa Koima references great but they, they do them they, they're, they're really into it they, they figure out that they do music festivals they do restaurant stuff they do all that stuff but they absolutely are on the street doing giant you know detour level citywide music festivals mm. as a, a representative and you know that that's a big thing in how they're they're capturing the street you know we'd like to do that i don't know if we have the cooperation from the rest of the world or the county for that but that would be yeah that'd be something real cool i think i think we do i mean i miss street scene i think we should have something like it i think we should have these big the UT tried to do it but sucked at it yeah didn't suck at it actually but I, they did. I, they did a pretty good job. Why did it fall apart? Actually, no, I remember. It's just too much of a pain in the ass. The, the it's a huge pain in the ass. It's such the gain, an enormous the pain gain in the versus ass. the effort wasn't worth it for them. I think it's so unbelievably stressful. Yeah, I, I I'm fucking gonna, hate I'm it. I'm going to note for the record. I'm going to absolutely edit myself out of that. You, you, the, you're talking about the UT Night and Day Festival, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What? You got nothing to say about it? I mean, you got a lot to say, but you don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. We um we do need to have another festival, a citywide sort of thing. It needs to ha- absolutely happen. I can't think of all that many people that are capable of putting on an event like that in the county. Who did the street scene? Then what kind of huge, enormous financial trouble did he get in? Then what happened? Yeah, the guy's <laughs> name is Rob Hagee. That's his name. Um, I, I, I'm kind of friends with him. I met with him a couple of times, and uh, you know, what's the, he doing now? Um, uh, waiting to do it again. Hanging his head you in know, shame. I hope. He, I, hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily all on him, you know? Yeah, no, who, it's, who, it's true. You know, Tim Mays bought the last two, right? Uh, at some point, where's the calculus? He's How many responsible tickets? for the bills. Right. Basically, he stiffed a bunch of the contractors vendors. and the vendors. And, and, not, mm. and not for the first time. They had difficulties in Del Mar. They got bought out once by Live Nation. They had a whole bunch of discontinuity. You know, it's it, it's not the world's easiest job. No, it's fucking awful. <laughs> it's so stressful and, and to put those events together. Right, and so then you're the promoter, you're on the hook, and you're the guy who gets blamed. And so guys like you remember, hey, that's the guy who didn't pay the sound vendor. And, that's it. You know, that's so all we remember about it. Lawrence at, yeah. at Audio Design is still really mad about it. I get it, you know? But um, the city still needs to have the event. Yeah. And, this, you know, the thing started downtown. It's not downtown. They did something in Del Mar. They did something at Qualcomm. They did East Village. They did uh, oh, East like Village Five. That's they did, the last uh, one I went to. And they to. did Sleep Train. Yeah. Hmm. So they've gone all over looking for a home. It, that's not where it belongs. Like Dan it, on it, Tender, it, just trying to find a home. <laughs> but, yep. But you know, you heard it here first. It, it has a home now. It, it's super obvious, and that's the park sound around the county government building that they just built. They're going to do oh, a beer yeah, the festival. Waterfront. They're going to do a beer festival there um, uh, this weekend. Yeah. But, you know, these great parks, when you build them, you know, mm. you got that one and you got Balboa. You, that's where you're supposed to do those things. Yeah. I think there's a bubble in beer festivals. I what do you there, mean? I think there are too many beer festivals. I say that as somebody responsible for one of them. I think every single weekend there's always another beer festival. And if they're not cheap, then... That's a characteristic of a bubble. Yeah. Oversupply. And, it's, and I, I will say for the record, you know, when I need a beer festival, I go right down to South Mission Draft. And, oh, you know, dude. Just, hold on. Right. That place did a small uh, experimental buy with us for Instagram. Right. That place fucking rules. Right. Which dude, place? In, in the new, there's a new spot in Mission Beach right by the coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, got a million guys. things on draft. Their food's real good. Like, real good. Yeah. And I saw a green flash sunset there while sitting there hmm. during never happy seen hour. One. I've never seen one either. Yeah, I'm go there and you're guaranteed to see one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brought to you by Draft San Diego. Oh, <laughs> nice. no, no, don't do that. Sorry, Draft San Diego. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I don't really get it either because I mean, any any restaurant that's competently buying kegs and they've got 16 taps is a beer festival. 
You know, what yeah. you're going to get is in, in a real beer festival, you're going to get 50, 50 SKUs, okay? And what I guess a lot of people are buying, they're, they're spending 40 bucks and they're getting unlimited tasting for four hours. And usually those four hours are four to eight. Jesus. And you can th- get so, some drinking done in that. Right. Wait, and, it's at draft? Sorry, what? What? What are you ta- Wait, are we talking about this? talking about just beer festivals? Beer festivals okay. in general. Yeah, okay, yes. And it, uh, first of all, Thing number one, how long do you think that the California ABC is going to let that format? They're go on? already stopping it. It's already not being allowed. Basically, it's like we had to do two ounce tasters and four ounce tasters because we're doing unlimited. So they're they're just bringing it down. Versus and down. what? Four ounces standard for a, wow. for a tasting of beer. What? So these guys are already leaving San Diego County lines, and now the same guys that are doing the one on the twenty fifth are also doing them in Vegas. They had that about a month ago, and one in Hollywood. They did that about three weeks ago. And they're getting out of San Diego because the, the ABC is absolutely declaring the same bubble that you are. Like, we're going to stop the Overdone. open the um, open oh. bar scenario at, right in its tracks, and we're not going to let it continue. It's like, well, I mean, I, I kind of like open bars, though. <laughs> yeah, right? everyone yeah. does. Yeah, but everyone not else has been doing ABC. open bars for one hour. That'd be a really cool name for a festival. Open ABC? bar? Open bar. <laughs> the ABC. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, 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 Sorry, everybody. That that whole thing seems like it, it definitely is on a timeline right now. And I'm, I've been trying to figure out where can you derive value and, and get people to really want to participate in the thing and have it be different. And I, I basically put whatever idea I have up against can I just go to South Mission Draft and have the same same time. And for a much, much less money. It does not cost $65 to get drunk and no. have delicious food. No. You could go draft and have Bill $20 and be drunk in full. Yep. Uh, hey, if anybody's listening... Could you follow Draft San Diego on Instagram? You'd be doing us a favor. Say, hey, the Not That Chris Martin podcast. Anything like that. We endorse, we're trying to get them Instagram We followers. endorse Draft. Yeah, yeah we San absolutely Diego. do. We thoroughly do. Speaking the place of which, is awesome. we had a, a potential sponsor reach out to us about this yeah, show. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, the guys from uh, La Puerta, I guess, gave, mm-hmm. the show, gave the show a listen and said, hey. Wait, in South where? La Puerta? Oh, down downtown. Gas Lamp? Yes, that mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Got it. Um, they want to sponsor this show. How? What does that mean? Yeah, what? Free stuff for us? It, I think they were not for money, but it was like Seinfeld and I was Kramer and they said free tacos. I'm like, we'll so, take it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll absolutely so, do anything for free tacos. <laughs> the owner asked me, he's like, so how much to be the uh, you know the name over sponsor? And I'm like, four tacos? And he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever we you want. Four tacos? No, I'm kidding. Dude, I'm kidding. Okay. I think we got I think we got like a $150 gift card for the four of us All right. to go get shit housed and eat tacos. All right. When, when we do that. They have really good food. <laughs> yes, they do. I've a, been a couple times. Food. Yeah. And they don't carry Patron because they're real, you know, tequila. Patron can suck my dick. Suck on it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Cantina My Well right up the street? They no. Do, they do tequila. Oh, we probably shouldn't talk about a competing. <laughs> Actually, it's up here. Who cares? We, we have, have a, a podcast gentlemen. too. We have yeah. a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, La Puerta. We'll never say another thing about another Mexican food spot again, probably. So, like, what could we do down there? What I mean, what would be super fun? We could show up down Dan there. Dan could figure blast one of his Tinder dates at the table. Yep. Yes. Sure. We'll I'm sure any of them we'll would commentate. be. We'll narrate. While, <laughs> whilst eating chips and guacamole. He's in the red zone. Yeah. With the other hand. Gross. I know. Yeah. Yeah, is, it, visual. is it too much to ask to have cocaine in the rider? <laughs> no. Depends how much, I imagine. Well, it also it cuts down on food consumption. How so often you, does that happen? Mm-hmm. How often yeah, are Joe. Legal, how often are legal requests present in a rider? 
They Joe don't ever and Chris, really do it. you both know it. What? I've been, it's Almost never in the writer, but it's always via text. Yeah, I, mm. I, I, it, there was a bunch of pod in the Schwazy writer every single time, but you're supposed to just ignore it. It's supposed, but it, what they do is they put stuff in the writer that in a dream world they would get, knowing that no one's going to fulfill it. Yeah. And then if like somehow or another serendipity happens and it, it works out for them, they all hey, so yeah, the writer got filled up. Great. Hey, I had dirt nasty once, and he, you know. You had dirt nasty once? Uh-huh. And he's like, as he's you walking to to up, he texts me. For it? <laughs> he texts me, yo, you got any pain pills? I got a bad back. I'm like, <laughs> I replied, well, fortunately for one of you, my one of my employees has a bad back. Nice. <laughs> and I went to the bartender. I'm like, yo, give me your Vicodins. Uh, how'd that go? <laughs> By the end of the night, like, dirt was like slithering around all right? sweaty like a snake. He was like all slippery. But nice. uh, I, I remember, like, fortunately for you, one of my employees has a bad back. Have, nice. have you guys seen the movie Goon? No. The real funny. Sean William Scott is a hockey player, but there's one line in it that reminded me of. Uh, it's when like he joins the hockey team, and one of the players is like, "Rule number one: Don't touch my Percocets." Rule number two: Do you have any Percocets? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, what are you driving tomorrow? Yeah. So, you, in your car, you got the five series. Yeah. So. We nice. are out of gas. <laughs> I, I'm not going to try anything. Oh, oh my, we've ran out of and gas. This, <laughs> are you in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> no, I have a southern accent all of a sudden. <laughs> For no reason. Are you, are you happy you have the 5 Series, or do you wish you still had the last one? Not for this drive. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not for any drive longer than a certain amount of distance. I wish I still had both. I should have just bought this car instead of trade for it. Right. Yeah. Um, that car was a lot of fun. Well, I got the bike now, so I ride that around. Yeah. It's fun. Bike's super fun. Yeah, it's for short trips or whatever. But yeah, no, it's perfectly comfortable. It'll be nice. I'm far too respectful to try anything on this girl. So just Dude, yeah, I, yeah, I, as you a, can as stop a, short at every intersection. Yeah, just, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> Speaking of Kramer, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, I might do that once. If, if and money be a joke, yeah. If money was no object, what car would you buy? Ooh. Fuck Joe. Do I have to drive it every day? Yes. Okay. Daily driver. It's your DD, bro. Daily driver. I mean. Do you have a garage that I'm missing? Is it right below us? Yeah, we have, I have a garage. Yeah. You have a gym in there or something? No, it's all full of mopeds. Um, oh, that's right. A bunch saw of those. gems, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. Damn it, dude. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. I think it's got to be the, have been imported, but a five, an M5 wagon for every day. What's with the wagon? Oh. Space in it. It's versatile. If it's my daily driver, I always I see the, I always see the wagon with the Mercedes or the BMW, and I'm like, that's who, fucking uh, awesome. Who, no, I'm like, who went there and was like, you know what? I'm going to spend oh, 50K. Dude, okay. Give here, me the wagon. Here's the deal. M5, I don't, okay, there isn't a current M5 wagon, so it'd have to be like an E39 or even an E60. That'd be fine. Really, it's a one series M Coupe, but it's not as versatile. Anyway, the deal with the wagon is. Someone's the, done the research. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. The, okay, so the, e, the E63 AMG, the Mercedes, comes in a wagon. It has 560 horsepower Holy or so. shit. <laughs> it does a quarter mile in like under 11 seconds, so in the 10s. So and the groceries would be home in like no time. Maybe 11. Yeah. But it has rear-facing seats. So you can what? put your friends in the rear-facing seats and then just destroy so many people on the road or on the drag strip. Like, it's a very serious machine. And the rear-facing seats. Just, and there's people facing the people that you're destroying. It's the best thing. It's just, it's so awesome. And the, the cool. same body, they, they've got a bunch of those um, uh, Mercedes wagons out on the street right now. They just started to sort of so their fast. Well, the CTSV, really cool. the Nazis the American, have like guns the, on the rear-facing seats. <laughs> The, well, the so Cadillac, it. speaking of which, American Cadillac, the the CTSV wagon is also awesome. Six-speed manual, big six-piston Brembos. 
Mm. Uh-huh. Such a car guy, do, do you know that? No, he's a huge uh, car guy. That's like my one. That's my thing. That's man. his passion. Hey, yeah, do, that's cool. do you know anything about the guy who runs Fiat and all, obviously yeah. by default? Yeah. Okay, well, okay, Marchese. Um, so, well, Fiat's a, a hugely successful company. As and of they right. also have Ferrari. They also have Alfa Romeo. They got Chrysler. They Chrysler, yeah. They got, yeah, they they got bought Chrysler. That was the big news. Alfa's coming back. Um, there's one, the Fiat 500 Abarth is a cool little car. Sounds real good. Right. Um, they're put, they're making sort of mass market products and they want to be like Volkswagen. I don't really like Volkswagen very much, to be honest with you. But um, That's what I drive. Really? Which what do you have? I have the wagon. They have the Passat wagon, wagon last I have year. I've been to the, the factory where that car is made. Me too. Yeah. Volkswagen, Volkswagen is getting much much better in quality and build, I have build a lot quality of, and stuff. I have a lot of Andy Boyd level reasons why I have that Volkswagen Passat wagon. Dude, I, got the I last fucking year. love wagons. Right? Yeah. Don't try to backpedal. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on to you. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Yeah. How, what year is it? Uh, 2009. The last year they imported them. They don't. They, you can't get one. I mean, you can't get Passat wagons anymore. And I wanted to get like mm-hmm. an A6 wagon. I was looking around at all the different ones, and the thing was the reason that the deal maker. 800 pounds lighter so light it's so yeah, light yeah you, but it doesn't have 20. all wheel drive it's front wheel drive if I'm not mistaken right what motor the V6 uh no 2.0 turbo what I know 27 okay. miles to the gallon that's a better Ooh, motor that's yeah. a better engine they did you did, could get the W12 or the W8 in those things that's a weird ass motor back to Fiat and Marchese yes so how on the planet did that guy sign off on all those super fucked up Chrysler taillight patterns. Oh, well, uh, a factor, uh, it's appearance. You're talking about appearances things. That is, I mean, you're and, going to be on well, the freeway looks, tomorrow. Looks and now I mentioned it. And I now I mentioned it. it the LED thing. They have a fucking Pac-Man game on the back of every fucking Chrysler made in the United States right now. I like now. it. Hmm. After I, what I'll, year? I'll, you, I'll, go you record, you like, I'll go on record and say I year? like it. Very recently, 2000, probably 12 at the, so, 2013. Every Charger, every Challenger, every even the Dodge the Dart. Mm-hmm. You're, they're playing Pac-Man. Yeah. It's, just, it's an LED array which uses much less power. It looks much more modern. It's what the Germans did. And we all know we want to be like the Germans. So in our cars, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the, dude, the, the Germans did not make do dude, that. I think Audi might have been the first to have an LED package on their front and rear headlights and taillights. I, I like I like the LED pattern. I get that part of it. Why does it have to be four and a half fucking we, feet wide? All I'm thinking what? about is the McLaren P1 for the, my fellow car people. Look at the McLaren P1. The rear end of the McLaren P1 just does this thing. It's just a strip of LEDs that goes around this pattern around it. But what's inside of it is just this mesh. You can see all the gubbins. It's like looking up a, a cute lady. What does that have skirt? to do with the Dodge Dart? Gubbins. Because it has gubbins. pedigree. I'm saying so. There's other examples of this thing being cool. So it being in another thing is also cool. People do tend to listen to this thing while driving. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm driving. So you know, you're out there, okay? You're on the road. Start to notice. Start there's noticing. A, there's those a gubbins. fucking Pac-Man game going on in the back of every Dodge and Chrysler car. It's fucked up. I hate it. No, Andy, Andy it. loves it. I'm into it. Andy loves it. You make your own decision. We'll support you either way. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can we stop talking about cars, please? No. That, yes. No, we cannot. Uh, Let's we, talk about cars some more, you guys. We have other stuff to talk about. I'm sure. What could we possibly? This have has to become about? a fetish podcast. Yeah. About cars. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. So I, Joe, for the first is, for the first time. Um, out of all the podcasts, and there's been more than actually we've released, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I finally took a pee at Andy's house. Hey. Hey. I want to um, <laughs> check the scoreboard. Uh-oh. So what are we? Six hundred and twelve to one, dude. I got a small bladder. <laughs> I mean, I've heard this, but I mean, is it I'm like efficient? 
<laughs> yeah. Is that efficient? Inefficient. I'm inefficient. <laughs> inefficient. <laughs> so if you... <laughs> Knock if the mics you, over. If you were driving her to L.A., how many times would you have to stop? Four. Right. Legitimately? Yeah. Whoa. I feel like a fucking camel right now. Yeah. Dude, no, I'm with you, man. I can hold it for a long time. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's been a concern my whole life. Like, I pee frequently. What about what about number two? Same deal? <laughs> nah, dude, regular. One, once a day. Okay. Like a, like a normal person. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other, I mean, holy Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's quite frustrating. Do you have an app on your phone? No. So you don't, I mean, you get in the car and you, if it's more than 22 minutes, you like legitimately have some anxiety. No, you just got to time it out. You got to make sure you take a nice pee before you go. Dude. Yeah. That's rough. When you see those like commercials for I like drugs like on TV. Class. You should, but also those drugs commercials on TV that are like, do you have a going problem? Is it a growing problem? Are you like, I do. No, I went and, had my, I do. I went and got the, the thing checked out and the doctor's like, Wait, yeah, you're good. Why do you twiddle your finger like that? <laughs> Because like it's the, a prostate exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They're gotcha. like, sir, you can't come every week for one of those. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to be sure. Why'd you bring your own lube this time, sir? <laughs> Why did you pick a doctor with big knuckles? <laughs> That's the least efficient way. I didn't. I didn't want an Asian doctor because he had small hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in it, it um, CSU San Marcos back in August, but I don't care because it's just so fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, they had a SWAT lockdown. Hmm. Was, they had a SWAT lockdown what because for? they thought they had an active shooter. What did they really hmm. have? What, they had a guy with an umbrella. That's embarrassing for that guy with the umbrella. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There was a kid on mushrooms playing duck hunt. Running. Yeah. Okay, so was he like brandishing it? Somebody called the sheriffs and said, hey, we got was an active shooter on campus. Full, they like they did a arm? full lockdown. They, they found the guy. the guy. I saw pictures of the guy with his hands straight up in the air, scared shitless. Yeah. And yeah. they... Um, Took the guy down, meaning they like got him down where they could secure the situation. They yeah. found the umbrella. They talked about it for like forty five minutes, laughed it off, and went away. But at how many levels is that disturbing? Like, it was covered in the national press for how ridiculous it was. But then again, we always laugh in California about how it doesn't really rain. So like, if a guy has an umbrella, like, what the fuck is that guy doing with an umbrella? Like, yeah, yeah what, what we, we've that? never seen one of it's those. It's the penguin. Yeah. What is that contraption he has? I mean, I appreciate the response time. You know, if it was a serious concern, we live I, in a police state. I saw I saw pictures of the guy afterwards. You know, posing with his umbrella in sort of selfie-looking pictures. Like, hey, it's all funny, but it's not funny. No, it's not funny at all. <laughs> Talk about feather trigger. Speaking of people getting taken down by the police, I have a story for you, gentlemen. Let's hear it. Fuck, I don't know what I can disclose because technically I'm a victim. I just got my victim rights stuff in the mail. But I digress. So uh, <laughs> there was a fight at a place I was at. Um, we broke up the fight. No big deal. Uh-huh. I get outside and there's three young men uh, of Mexican descent telling us that they're in a gang and they're going to shoot us and blah, 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 blah. They're well, breaking uh, up their fight? They were fighting another patron and it's like, dude, just just go home. Please don't fight each other. Right, or here. But the dude, the dude was getting like super like, I'm a gangster. I'm going to shoot you. I'm from LA. And I, I couldn't make out the words he was using. It was, it was like... Spanish. No, no. It was like American me shit. Like, um, So they go across the street by the Andaz Hotel and mm-hmm. we finally see a bike cop. I'm like, yo, those guys, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the cops take the three guys into custody put them in handcuffs and they put them on the sidewalk right yeah there's a wedding at the Andaz of some rather and what I would call affluent uh, Caucasians mm-hmm. you know and so I'm waiting patiently for to give the police like hey you guys hang out you gotta get your, your statement right yeah and this woman 
um, in an evening gown and heels came up and she appeared to be drinking and started pestering the police and I would I said Great. badgering them wanting demanding to know why these men were being arrested why? Uh, and third year law school student uh, oh. at a wedding drunk her and her friend God like literally <laughs> like in the cops like in the cops like personal space like if you were talking to me this close I'd be like back the fuck up that's uh, oh. yeah but she was like that's going off and she like she had no clue like she's and so finally this other cop comes up this female cop and she's trying to like make space for the other officers who are dealing with the guys in handcuffs and she's like yeah. back up back up and the lady's doing the I'm not gonna back up I'm gonna put my hands up but I'm not gonna move she's like hitting her with the bike like back up yeah. back the fuck mm. up and finally they're like that's it and like they grab her wrist like put your hands behind your back and she like starts wiggling and struggling and resisting and <sighs> fucking and then a male cop comes over body slam and it's like hell in yeah. an evening gown wearing heels in front of all these people it's like yeah I get it did anybody get that on camera everyone had their phones out everyone where is that video kicking and screaming we will post it on the that Facebook is, no. so yeah. the guys in handcuffs start screaming all this gang shit at us the woman is like shrieking like a like a fucking monkey like mm. in her evening gown she, they try to pick her up by her arm she does like I'm not gonna stand up so they just like lift her arms up and they go like way above her head they get her in the car she's kicking they have to like slam the door Ooh, what wow. an imbecile! Uh, Why did she do that? Who knows, man? Like, Why? It's such entitled w- bitch, dude. Yeah, dude. And it's like if she saw what those guys yeah. did earlier, they'd be the first one to like take him to jail. Right? Yeah. 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 Didn't oh, the whole story. Dude. Oh my god, that's a horrible thing to happen to that girl. And I then all, she of, to all of her friends were outraged at the manner in which they took her into custody. It's like, how do you think you arrest someone? Like, well, how are you supposed to do it when she's not being cooperative? They, they, they said, put your hands behind your back. Yeah, and she it, didn't want to. Joe, is this is this ringing any bells for you as a parent? Like when your kids are freaking the f out, and nobody around you sees when you're like, "Come on, calm down, be cool, be cool," and then finally you're like, "Shut up!" And then yeah, everyone's I, like, "Oh my god, this parent is out of control." When I hang him by one leg off the balcony, <laughs> yeah, that's what I Michael get Jackson. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> blanket. <laughs> you, what I think she needs to understand, especially as a third year law student, is that there, there's a legitimate. Um, role in society for people there's there's organizations they're like cop watch mm. and some of these other things that are out there uh that that have gone after the whole you do have the right to record the actions of police officers yeah and you have the right to submit it to a couple of different organizations who will pursue whether or not people's rights are actually being deprived totally. and the cops were wearing the cameras they had them on them like, right. like good there nice. was they Great. were they Which were is, do, they is, were just doing their job and this lady was in their fucking like right. in their personal space and she was drunk and that's the yeah. first rule mm-hmm. you gotta have the same set of rules for you when you're doing the filming that the cops have for themselves which means mm. you can't be drunk out there on the sidewalk intoxicated and she's gonna actually get cited and found guilty of disorderly conduct and I, I personally yeah. I actually support a conviction for disorderly conduct they should actually pay a small fine and but that I don't want to mix it up with uh when you're out on the street and someone is absolutely being wronged in a very awful way, like all this video that's been coming out in the last, um, you know, whatever, like three or four years, yeah. you know, there's been digressions on both sides. I would say most of those videos are weaving out a crucial bit before the violence happens, uh, which yeah. is usually some kind of horrible antagonizing, like you're describing in this very situation. Yeah, it, it, it really was just freaking awesome to see the body slam because yeah. she was wearing the evening gown. And oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's two sides to it. Yeah. I, I encourage organizations like Copwatch, and they absolutely have um, 
a bunch of headwinds that they're facing. In, in Texas right now, organizations who are organized specifically to film the activities of police officers when they think they see police brutality or, you know, under the color of authority, uh, transgressions occurring, they've been labeled in the state of Texas to be domestic terrorists. Really? <laughs> it, it's a true story. The link will be up on our Facebook site. You can check it out. It, absolutely, we'll be- absolutely true. They, are, are, are they domestic terrorists when they're, they're doing the filming, when they're no. learning from the Rodney King thing, which is obviously the genesis point, and saying, hey, look, video solves everything. Yeah, okay, yeah. We can post an, an activist video like that, but we probably should post at least a contrary view or a impartial, possibly, thing. If, if you're talking about posting an, from an organization whose job it is to find fault with police officers, right? Well, I, I don't actually ever cite the source directly. What? I, I usually use some That's sort the only of thing you should do. Wait, you're going to go to a third party and get a from a link from somebody who yeah, isn't Yeah, absolutely let the facts filter through some sort of trusted source like the Washington Post. Right, okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, that's that's cool. Right, but... um, no, Not, it, a, not a block. One of the times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I thought you were posting links directly from copwatch.com. We oh, support no. copwatch.com. No, I don't know. No. I don't know anything about them. I'm not comfortable supporting them. Uh, I mean, obviously... Oh. It's probably got some sort of connection with the ACLU, but they probably don't do, don't cross name paths because they're in so much trouble on their own. Hey, what problem do you have with the ACLU? Um, because they they seem to care much less about innocence and actual justice than just getting all criminals off ever. And just and and from my very limited research, and I'm not an expert on the subject, um, but most of the things I've seen them do, I feel like are probably not appropriate. I mean, they're they're the leader in the charge to remove the cross from Mount Soledad. I don't really care about a cross yeah. being on Mount Soledad. I mean, it's it's not, been there forever. Why don't we take it down now? I, mean, I, 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 could, I, I could give a shit less about the cross. Yeah. Who no, no. The fuck? I'm, agree- I, I'm agreeing with you guys. I, I really don't like your mic stand tonight. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah. But, um, I'm agreeing with you guys. They do a ton of stuff that in my path trying to like figure stuff out that's, like that's a, really important. This seems, non, seems non-essential. Pick your I get it. That's like a pick your battles deal right there. Like, Fucking let it go. But, but for them, that's like a big, like, from a visual standpoint, like, yeah, look what we did. Look at the power we have kind of thing. Like, they can do a bunch of little stuff, but then, like, a big landmark getting taken down is huge for them. Getting back to the core of this issue, uh, labeling recording a police officer to be domestic terrorism. That's some bullshit. That's ridiculous. Do yeah. we not have a 50-state problem with police officers antagonizing people recording them? There should be a live stream yeah. of every officer online available anytime and ever. Your with the possible exception guys, of the bathroom. Your guys in San Diego, oh, they were wearing cameras. Yeah, and, and they were doing a good they were just doing a good job. But and we're not- you do know that that's also national news because Zimmerman, the police chief in San Diego, has gone on record saying, Guess what? It's private information. We're not disclosing any of it. It's not uh, pertinent to the Freedom of Information Act. And she's absolutely... And this is also front page news in national circles away hmm. from San Diego. The police chief has said, we're not sharing the any of the... I don't think they need to share it. I don't think... I, I think you, they need to record you it. You two have just no, said opposite I think they, things. I think you you may need, want to talk. What I, I say? think they would need to record it for their own... You know, for their own policing of their... How they conduct their... The it, charge you should be able to pull it up as ev- ev- in evidence as an as evidence in any trial. In no, my opinion, we're a we're a, a fifteen second like snippet culture. You know, if 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 everything the police are doing is available online, people are just going to like pick out stuff. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So I you know I'm that, saying that, that would be the ideal solution. The but administ- I would settle for them being in house. But if a charge is brought against an officer, or if something happens where charges need to be brought, 
I feel like every trial that camera should be available. Because we already have a situation in this country where the dash cam, which is the predecessor to the body cam, the dash, dash cam, cam rules, the dash cam has been mysteriously misplaced, lost, or defective every single time it helps an officer's case. When it helps yeah. a defendant's case, it seems to be misaligned somehow. And mm-hmm. when it helps... Uh, Someone recorded over it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, mm-hmm. we had a technical difficulty that day, and I don't know why, but we don't have the dash like cam for that in the mid-90s when you'd use VHS. Yeah, we, yeah. All of this asymmetry <laughs> does not serve the truth well, and it also does not serve trust well. And you got all these problems, Ferguson, all the stuff we don't really want to get into. That breach of trust came from somewhere. And, you know, if Zimmerman decides that she doesn't want to share the body cam stuff, that's a breach of trust. It has to be... Somehow or another, some level of Freedom of Information Act has to be pertinent there. They are not going to get away with it. Absolutely not. I don't think they should either. Yeah. Right. We are all in agreement on that. Body cams are important. Will you wear a body cam tonight, Daniel, on your date? Wear a dick cam. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that video? No. It's a video of, like, uh, it's like an educational video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all tiny little camera and lights and LEDs and shit. Oh, no. I wouldn't like to see that. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. It's, it's not like it's not like jackoff material, but it's like it's like, it's like research. So when we when we started um, when we started this thing, we wanted to be sponsored by Wolfpack, and then, uh, that dream is still alive within me. I personally, mm. oh, the movie's coming out, right? What's the movie called? Hmm? Mad as hell. Mad as hell. That's right. Hmm. Um, I uh, have to adjoin it with another. Uh, project and that's Mayday.us, uh, the Lawrence Lessig project. And this is not a, a, a shotgun marriage either. Um, uh, Chank Uger has absolutely uh, done a bunch of stuff with Lawrence Lessig, and the, the, they're joining forces now, trying to do every single thing that um, they can to get the word out about how the campaign finance thing has to come first, and everything's after after that. And, uh, Campaign finance, campaign finance is the root of every single American political problem. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a huge, 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 huge issue. It's the only issue that really needs addressing. It's, it is by all means the first concern. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I want to reassure our listener that um, we <laughs> 1,000% have not lost sight of the wolf pack thing, and we've been mm-hmm. following along with it. And um, the Lawrence Lessig thing, you know, um, there, there's a book out, Republic Lost, um, it it's sort of required reading at this point. We're going to probably post a three minute preface to that book on, on the Facebook for people to sort of digest and get involved in the thing. But I'm, I, I want to adjoin, uh, Lessig's work with Chank's work. They're, they're both doing super good stuff. The movie Mad as hell is coming out. It, it's interesting to me. I think it should be eye opening for everybody. And uh, you know, it, it's really great to have Andy here. Cause we obviously don't agree on a, a lot of stuff on a political thing. That's cool. Uh, which, I get. I want to have the debate. I just want the debate to be I think we all agree, fire. though, that that money and politics is, like Andy said, the root of all evil. And we're never going to accomplish anything or be able to have real conversations and debate about m- issues that matter until money is removed from the equation. It's it's absolutely ridiculous that companies are allowed to f- affect the... They're people. Yeah, <laughs> affect the election of public officials. They're people, right? It's, it's a completely offensive, and I hate it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about guns? They're fucking awesome. I am a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Okay. I um, think that the Second Amendment, though, needs to have 
some sort of a practical application in urban environments. I think reason. I love like guns are awesome, mm-hmm. but there needs to be some reason. And I, you I, know what I mean? Like, there's almost never a good reason to own most guns, with the exception of like very limited targeting applications. Rifles and pistols and, and shotguns are, hunting are awesome sometimes. I, 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 I'm, I'm like not, high capacity semi-automatic weapons. Like, eh. I'm not a gun owner, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, if you can do the math in your head at your home that uh, a policeman will not be there to protect you in the same amount of time that a gun would, then the gun's going to win as a defensive device. And mm-hmm. if you're in a bad situation, and there's a ton of bad situations in San Diego County, uh, you almost have to uh, arm your house in order to protect your house. And Have you heard of home invasion? Because home invasion is a real thing. It happens. I'm, it happened in I'm Bay really Park. looking forward to it. If anybody would like to invade my home while I'm here. Jim Jeffries' uh, whole gun control bit. It's a 15-minute bit. No, probably not. Maybe. No, yeah, I think it's I did, actually. pretty awesome. Yeah. No, he, he, had a, he had a reasonable view of it, I think. I, you know what I'd like to do? What? I, I, I want to advance the debate further. Yes. And I, maybe we can't do this tonight, but I want to put pot and guns under the same sort of scrupulation. I want... I want the the cops will never come to your house and knock on the door and say, "Did you just smoke a joint?" They'll, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. And That'd they'll they'll never come to your house and knock on the door and say, "I want to search You've your never house been for really guns." Paranoid, have you? And, and you, you can't <laughs> unless you're on parole, which is you know, there's a bunch of side issues there. Big harm. But you know, if you're in your house, protecting your house, protecting your homestead, you know, doing your Second Amendment bit. You should be in the clear. I do think, and when I say practical application, this is what I mean. When you leave your house and when you're transporting guns in some certain phase, that's when it gets super sketchy. And I I personally wish that police could know in advance with a fair degree of certainty whenever they're approaching somebody or a vehicle or anything if there are weapons inside the car. Absolutely. Could you imagine, like, being a cop and having to walk up to strange cars like all fucking day, right. yeah. but, but, and not okay. know what so, the fuck is but, on the other side when, of that window. Yeah. When I'm going, that yeah, would be terrifying. That would be terrible. Absolutely. When I'm going to the range, you put your gun in the case, you put a lock on the gun, you put a lock on the case, you put the clip someplace else, you put the the, the ammo someplace else. But the guy with the B on his neck doesn't. Right. Pla- Plaxico Burris, sure. are you listening? It doesn't go yeah. in the waistband. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know what that is? No. Yep. Shot, shot the football player shot him in the foot at oh, a yeah. nightclub because he had sweatpants and a gun. I had a dream right. like a long time ago. Like, what if we could just take every single weapon? And like, one of the conditions you agreed to when you took possession of a weapon is it got painted with, uh, like, in my version, like a radioactive piece of paint that you know authorities, the world could see, and, and for safety mechanism could know, so that you don't actually. You relinquish the right to privacy in gun ownership when you leave your homestead. And that actually it would protect a ton of people because all we do right now, we're just talking about video. We're talking mm-hmm. about you know, all these guys. We're not talking enough about how many guys get shot who are actually unarmed. And, yeah. and yeah. these guys, the, the defense, the Darren Wilson defense I feared for my life, that defense goes out the window if there is a hundred percent certainty that hey, in my field we of vision they weren't armed. Never get a hundred percent certainty on guns. There's way too many out there already, and they last forever. Guns don't. Guns don't like wear out pretty much. Yeah, you know, it's it, it would, to retro to retrofit every single gun in the world would take the rest of time. No, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying I, I had I had. Sounds awesome, but it's also unrealistic. Australia figured it out right. What Australia do? They banned them. They banned them. Oh. 
So they, an, they banned like, him after a mass shooting. The whole point was like an AR-15 costs like $35,000 on, on the black market. Oh. So if you need, if you can buy that, you don't need to commit a crime because you're like, you're doing, you're pretty well off. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Port Arthur, was it? I, I, uh, there was a, what, 30 some odd, 20 But that, that creates a huge, there's a, there's an, there's an increase, there's an oversupply of demand, which is the wrong way to say that. Which means that somebody could come in with supply and make a whole lot of money real, real quickly, and prices could drop pretty immediately. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of demand; otherwise, prices would be lower. There's also another thing too. Uh, with, if you're in Glasgow or you're in Australia, one of the things you see when you ride public transportation is how many people have stab wounds, visible stab wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, the, people are violent. It's, it's in our nature. It's a in violent our nature. situation. And so like, we just shoot each other. Those people stab each other sometimes in the We're face. We're just chimpanzees that figured out guns. Mm-hmm. Guns are, uh, but they're also real, real fun. And they are fun. Most of the people who are responsible gun owners, there's really no danger. Like there's, there's zero chance I'm going to shoot somebody unless they're, unless they break into my house and give me enough time to get my gun out of the safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm on your side. You know, you, you, absolutely deserve the right to protect your homestead no matter what and unfortunately the or just go enjoy shooting the fuck out of them at the range. police are just a wee mm-hmm. bit compromised to actually affect protection they affect reaction they do not affect protection yeah I went to a, a gun range called indoor tactical range it's like a room oh yeah you showed me that dude fucking nuts okay so it's like a room the size of my condo basically um, but there's just like targets set up that are fairly close to you and you just go through it and like the instructor says do this 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 and this and you just run around this room shooting fucking targets like real real close to you and yeah like, and you're real close to the other people with guns that are also shooting yeah it's it like, seems it's, very unsafe it's to me. pretty dangerous I mean there's a there's it's an, like there's the Navy SEALs call it their kill house where they do their like live fire shit mm. it's it's like it's pretty dangerous, but that's it's it's in a controlled environment, and you're taking a risk when you walk in there, and that's it's that's the exciting part about it. And I doubt they have many wounded or no. They've never had they've never had a single injury, obviously, because yeah. they're a fucking responsible operation. And you know, and the people the people who are in real, I mean, there isn't really real danger to be honest, but it feels like there is. So that's really, cool. just watching that video felt well, dangerous. There, there could yeah. be real danger. Yeah. So um, we've got a 50% success rate in actually predicting what John Oliver is going to talk about on his show. Obviously, mm. we had a big win with asset forfeiture. And uh, in, uh, Fleshlight. Yeah. Fleshlight. Vaginas you can time. fuck. Right. Big time. So um, we got to take a stab. You know, we, we Did we not already through our content? Uh, Police cameras, gun control. Tinder. Look, Tinder. Man, Andy will tell you. Radio. Premature oh, ejaculation. Same as, same as financial markets. You want to diversify. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep going. Wagons. What else we got? All right. Um, the Supreme Court. My guess for the next Oliver subject is accountability for prosecutors. Uh, prosecutors have zero indemnity. Prosecutors can do anything they want. And the star of it was a subject of a New Yorker article from, I believe, the 6th of October. And his name is... Uh, Jack McCoy? Khalif Browder. <laughs> and he has a funny, funny story. He was walking down the street in Queens. And he got a stop and frisk. And he got arrested. And he got arrested... What do you have on him? Nothing. Okay. Um, he got arrested for... Doesn't matter what the why because they stop him, he, right? Because he was accused of stealing a backpack two weeks prior, based on a sketchy description from a victim who may have been committing insurance fraud. Where was he at? Who Queens. commits insurance oh, so, fraud so, over oh, a backpack? Queens PD's got time to look for backpack th- thieves. So, yep. <laughs> Khalif winds up uh, getting arrested. Okay, he he was arrested with two other guys. The other guys made bail. He didn't. 
Um, his family couldn't afford bail. Um, this was in 2010. Still, still my best. He, he never, ever, ever was charged. He just got out four months what ago. The Shut the fuck? fuck. Three years and change at Rikers Island. In the system? And, whoa. Dude. There is an article. This is will, unreal. Is will, he suing? We will post the no, article. He's, he's about to get paid. We, we, yeah. we will post the article. I do not think he's about to get paid. And this is oh about prosecutor accountability. There is an entire schedule that Einstein would not understand How about. How did they keep him in jail so long? There is an entire schedule that Einstein wouldn't understand where they're... They go before the judge. They waive their right to a speedy trial. They have uh, 180 days to get an entire situation done. But the 180 days isn't as the crow flies. It's as work days, non-essential work days, times taken off from work days, excusable work days work. And they were able to uh, stretch 180 days out to three and a half years before they then at the very end decided they couldn't even find the witness and then released him. Three and a half years. That sucks. What? I'm going to go on a limb here. Was he black? He was black. Big he, surprise. He was a junior in high school. That sucks. Wait, Even what? Worse. He comes out. He's 20. He's trying to reestablish. But Dude. here's the other element of this thing, okay? That happened. On the outside, that happened. The prosecutors did a whole bunch of cover their ass, let the thing slide into the next quarter, into the next calendar, into the next calendar, over and over and over again because they're driven by prosecution rates. And that's that's they're they're like junior prosecutors. They're trying to move up. They have a quota like everyone else. But what happens on the inside? And we talked about this in prison culture stuff. The guy winds up, you know, being very frustrated, trying to figure out how he's there, why he can't get out, why it's a situation about. Money and why he's his public defender has got seven thousand other um, uh, clients and winds up acting up, winds up getting in solitary, winds up doing the whole thing they do in in solitary where they start to cut themselves, they start to do all this stuff that is inevitable because solitary, which is a whole other subject, is absolutely a slippery slope to hell and winds up going through that whole thing. So, what kind of human being? was then released onto the streets after three years and change of that. He was never charged. He never committed the crime. He He never did any of this stuff. Any therapy to help readjust and deal with what happened the past three years? No. Fuck no. There's the street. Get out. Same thing, right? I, um, I... I actually read that thing on my own without any prodding from anyone. I, I saw it. It was completely floored by it. And then, uh... Somehow or another, via coincidence, my wife read the same thing because she's a subscriber to the New Yorker, and she brought it up to me because she knows I follow that stuff. And I'm certain that some, you know, seven-digit number of Americans have just read the thing because of the circulation in New Yorker. But at what point do we get to say no moss? At what point do we get to say, yeah, you're a prosecutor, but we're going to limit your indemnity to you can't cause harm. Mm-hmm. If you are going to cause harm because of whatever job pressure you have to like make the make the community feel safe or you know get reelected or any of these things that we've talked about, it has to it has to be analyzed in in an accountability range. There, there's none. We have prosecutors across the country doing all kinds of nonsense, but it takes these extreme Rodney King level examples to to break the current trend. Nuts. Ugh. Yucky. 
Yeah, this, I hope the guys and do campaign know. finance reform would change all that. Everybody support <laughs> yeah. campaign finance reform. Yeah. And then you did the funny <laughs> thing though, as a compliment, I just bummed our entire audience yeah. member out. Mm-hmm. That um, co-host too, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the the big nod to John Oliver. He would have made that funny somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he does a real good job. I like John Oliver a lot. I mean, the guy was crying, and so was his his guest. When they were doing the interpreter thing this past Sunday, oh, that was heavy, man. It was super heavy, and that's that's the biggest test that John Oliver has had yet, where he's tackling some super heavy yeah. thing, and you know he's like getting bigger and bigger. He's snowballing, and now he's got to top himself, and you know it's supposed to be funny, and he was using a lot of his same mechanisms and everything, making it funny, and then they bring the guy out, and then they're both crying, and you're like. Yeah, how many people are going to die as a result of this story, and are they going to be able to change stuff? I, I'm still waiting for the asset forfeiture thing to shame some people into changing their actions. Yeah, right. You know, and not happening. Brick walls. All right, gang. Well, I think this has been a. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave you on that note. You guys, we'll leave you on there's been ups, there's been downs. Yeah, start with the ups. The roller coaster. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully, we can get one of these in the can sooner than later. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Dan, congratulations on the new gig. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Always guys. good to see you, Mr. Andy. Thank you. You too. Joe? We're going to talk about cars every time now. It, yeah, it, you've it bugs and, cars rules. It bugs, and we'll do cars. We'll do the economy. It, we'll bugs, it. it bugs Dan, and I'm into it. All right. We're yeah. out here to. We'll see you guys next time. See you. In the meantime, check out La Puerta, our favorite yeah. sponsor. Yeah. Oh, I love that place. Did a lot of shit just to live this here lifestyle. Bottom to the top of my lifestyle. lifestyle.